0: Bridge Toll California customer service number Highway miles to the gallon Ford Focus Thailand Cave rescue operation What is schema F Best wine bars in San Carlos California Best Western Hotels How old is Ronaldo What happened with Big Brother What's How part long give? before a wedding should I send out and save the dates How many the first series Use IMAP to playoffs. check best email best on other spots. email clients find Identify fonts, fonts, fonts from where to and find We Welcome to S- SEO Workflow Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing how to keep your SEO efforts prioritized and organized. Joining us for SEO Workflow Week is Cassie Dell, who is a client success manager for Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data driven decisions. So far this week, Cassie and I have talked about how to conduct your SEO research to understand who's in your organization, what customers you're trying to reach, and what's going to drive business success. And yesterday, we talked about setting your SEO strategies, the idea of creating your prioritized list of projects, but also understanding what potential impact they're going to have to help sell those projects up the chain to the powers that be. And today we're going to talk about what do you do after you've got approval of your SEO strategies? How do you implement your SEO projects? this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools, So check out hrefs Webmaster Tools at hrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the third installment of SEO Workflow Week with Cassie Dell, Client Success Manager at Metrics. Cassie, happy hump day and welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast.
1: Hey, Ben, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. Excited to continue to talk with you about some SEO workflows. What could be more fun? Exactly. So Cassie, so far this week, we've talked about getting your research done, understanding who you're trying to reach, what you're doing to make sure that your SEO efforts make an impact, and then setting your strategies and selling them up the chain. Eventually, hopefully, your strategies get approved and then it's time to make the rubber meet the road. When you're going through and thinking about project implementation, how are you setting up a workflow to make sure that your project goals are clear, that you're executing your milestones, and that you're driving business results.
1: For sure. So now that we have that comprehensive list, I mean, there's a pretty big balance in between are we tracking everything correctly? Are we looking at desktop, mobile? Is there any locations, are there storefronts or given surrounding cities that we need to track? Is a list of terms comprehensive? Is it tagged well? Things like that. So just making sure the foundation of that project is set for success is the most important part.
0: So you're starting to think about keyword optimization here first, not necessarily technical optimization. And what you're doing is you're making sure that when you're implementing your project, that you're going to have data segmented in a way where it's easy for you to understand what's happening. Is it my you know, product keywords? Is it my brand keywords? Right? You're going through and creating sort of tagged lists to be able to cut your data by variables. Is there a similar process when you're doing technical projects?
1: In theory, you would think about things and segregate them into individual groups. Let's say that I'm working on schema and updates. Let's say I'm working on page speed. All of those are going to have their individual subcategories beneath them. And all of that should be segmented and tagged and prioritized accordingly. Yes. Even though it's all working towards the same goal, it's nice to have a general direction just like we do with keyword tracking.
0: Talk to me about setting your milestones and just understanding how your projects are being implemented, rolled out, tracked, whether they're completed. You know, is there a process or a workflow that you're following to get through creation, publishing, evaluation? Walk me through the workflow that you're going through when you're thinking about implementing, let's say, a content project.
1: Okay. Okay. So for content, I always like to make sure that there's at least a baseline so we can actually see that growth happen. So especially with content projects, for example, if we're looking at something and saying, we know we're going to produce 20 articles, I like to see where it was before we start to produce some of these so that as time goes along, I can see how it's performing at month one, month two, month three, when it peaks. And find that data and say, all right, I have a general understanding of... How my website will perform as I add content in these different segments across my product.
0: All right. So, step one, you're going to create a baseline. Yes. I'm assuming that step two is you're doing some prep to roll out the project, whether it's your content creation, your code, if it's a technical project. Is that step two where you're actually kind of building the deliverables?
1: Yes, definitely. We have the template set, all the content's ready, we're ready to publish. That's really that step of kind of just doing the last minute polishes and making sure it's optimized for what our goals are.
0: Talk to me about the publication timing. So I'm assuming step three is publication. Then talk to me about publication timing and how you basically set the like line in the sand of here's our pre-evaluation stage where we're setting a baseline. And then here's when we're implementing your changes. Are you trying to roll everything out at once? Or are you doing a phased
1: approach? Depends on what kind of content. I mean, if- Folks are editing maybe product details pages because it's such a small amount of content. We can roll it out in bulk. If it's something where they're trying to build evergreen and substantial content that's always going to be kind of the backbone of the website, it comes in stages. So that's where that keyword and term prioritization happens because we're kind of going after content that's going to get us the biggest bang for our buck, and then gradually working through that stage. And that's going to be that longer dovetail of we expect content is going to get us a lot more traffic and insight and
0: That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And I think that this is one of the trickiest parts about your project evaluation, which we'll go into more detail later in this week. But if you're rolling out your projects and there isn't a clear line in the sand, it's kind of a gradual rollout. We're doing you an evergreen piece of content twice a week, and that's our new content strategy or... We're batching all of our product updates and we're publishing some on one day and the next on the next week and then two weeks later. It's really hard to say, okay, here is our pre and here is our post in terms of evaluation. Eventually, you have to look back after you've got your content published, you know, you've rolled everything out. Are you doing any QA or sanity checking to make sure that your projects are rolled out and can be evaluated?
1: Definitely. We always do a good job of like going back and performing those audits. Like I said, trying to call out when we see the best performance for some of that and then making changes as we see fit, making sure that we've got a good balance of all right, this is the content we wanted to go after. Some of it might have performed more successful than we could have imagined. Whereas some where we thought was going to perform really well might have taken a little bit longer. And trying to kind of mark that with reporting, make those staples and check marks in the sand to understand that. We know that going forward for the next version of our strategy as we work further in that roadmap.
0: So when you're rolling out a project for a client and you're starting to follow this workflow of understand what your baseline is, do your development, roll out the project, assuming the next phase is get into evaluation, what's the most common thing that you see go wrong?
1: Typically, if people either have a not aggressive enough strategy from the beginning, or they have too aggressive strategy where they expect to see crazy changes in a short amount of time where there's just too many things to do to get us there. Or they put it a little bit too low and they see a large amount of growth. And then the next year they expect that same growth. So I would always kind of tell folks, understand your industry, understand your competitors and know how much growth there is to be had. And then you're kind of, playing in that realm of I know where I'm going and it's a realistic goal for myself.
0: So understanding and being realistic about the impact of your changes, I, I think that's something that just takes a seasoned marketer to really realize how long the changes you're going to make take to make an impact. That's an important phase. I do think that there's a QA process where you go back through, you called it an audit, but you know, if I'm going to roll out a project and I'm thinking about publishing lots of content. You need to go back through your website and evaluate what those pages look like, what percentage of them got published, are there breaks, are there duplicates, did anything else happen? You know, making sure that your project implementation was actually successful before you start thinking about evaluation, because often what you'll see is, Oops, we actually published this content twice and we've got duplicates on this type of product page, or we missed a couple of product pages. And that can make a meaningful impact on the evaluation of your projects. Cassie, any last words or thoughts on workflow when you're rolling out an SEO project?
1: Nope. Like I said, just reiterating the fact that it's always ever changing, not only focusing on growth, but make sure you're always focusing on the foundation. Like there's so much in SEO that you need to make sure that the base of the site's always in good shape. Otherwise, all those growth and all the things you're working towards aren't going to make that big of an impact. So always keep a close eye on foundation while you're working towards some of those goals.
0: I think that's great advice. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Cassie Dell, who's a client success manager at Searchmetrics. Join us again tomorrow when Cassie and I talk about evaluating your SEO projects. If you're interested in contacting Cassie, you could find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you could visit her company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So, join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P R E V I S I B L E.io. And a special thanks to HREFs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore, thanks to HREFs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S, dot com, slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap. B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P.